Hi, everyone. Welcome back to 4PF Football Podcast, number one football podcast in the world. Ernie and I are back with another episode following the divisional round in which the Chiefs and the Niners both uh, won this week and we'll, facing against, we'll be facing each other in the Super Bowl again. And um, I'll be handing over to Ernie right now for, for him to talk about the topics for today. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the championship games that happened this weekend. We're going to get into the Chiefs versus the Ravens and the Niners beating the Detroit Lions. So let's just start out with the the Chiefs and the Ravens. What do you see from that one? The Chiefs and the Ravens. Uh, I saw, I, I mean, I saw a Chiefs team that came out and played really, really well. I think I'm. I might go ahead and say it might have been one of their best performances this postseason, right? Um, I mean, the, I'm pretty sure the whole narrative. I'm this, sorry, this postseason. Oh, I thought, I, thought yeah. I thought you meant to say the season. Or season two, I guess. I the, yeah. there was they just played some very good complementary football, right? Offense, defense, right? Um, the they came out and scored on that first drive, right? Which, which was like when, when you're able to come out score against on the first drive against that defense, right? That that's a really good big confidence, but especially for a. T- they were saying the Chiefs were the underdogs in this one, right? Right. So, um, and they did. A, I feel like they did a really good job against Lamar. And uh, I think Lamar, like, he had like in the first half, he only had like six completions or something like that, right? Against what uh, people's MVP, right? And um, what's it called? Travis Kelsey had a huge game, right? I think he was eleven for eleven with his uh, catches, right? Uh, him and Mahomes. It looks like that connection is uh, definitely at its peak where as where it should be, right? Rasheed Rice had a good game. Pacheco, I think MVS's clutch catch at the end of the game, right? That was huge. Right. Um and um they defensively they were able to get a lot of stops. Right. They had that that one that huge stop by Snead where Zay Flowers fumbled going into the end zone. Huge. Absolutely mm-hmm. huge. And um I oh, mean Oh yeah, Charles, yeah, this trip sacked by Charles Oandamu, right? Um, only the 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 one thing I would say for the Chiefs that really scared me was, I I just feel like they they left a lot of points out there, right? They had that one um, Trey Smith, right, where Richie Rice took it uh, a screen pass to the house, and he had uh, I think it was a holding call that was away from the play, right, and it got called back right before the half. I think he had two plays right before the half that were holding against him. They got. That, that well, one of them took them out of field goal range, and the second one, right, because it, it was a screen pass to Rasheed Rice that Rasheed Rice to, uh, scored a touchdown on, but that also got called back, and then they came out with no points on that drive. So I mean, I just I just feel like the Chiefs just had to score a little bit more points than seventeen, or they they should have scored more than seventeen points in that game. And um, as as far for as much as for the Ravens' offense. They just, they just like it just seemed like they just couldn't get anything going, and when they could, they just shot themselves in the foot, right? They had that huge pass to Zay Flowers, and he gets called for taunting, right? He almost scores, but he fumbles, which was a nice more more so of a nice play by Snead, and um, yeah, I mean, I I just that's just the just Chiefs like figuring out how to uh, how to get it done again this week. Yeah. Yeah, I like the fact they got they got Pacheco involved. They gave him twenty four carries in this game in total. Another six more carries from from Mahomes. 
Um, but yeah, I like the fact that they basically just, just, you know, what I've been saying for a couple of weeks now, embraced just running the ball um, because they, they don't have, you know, um, <clears throat> they don't have a lot of guys. They do, they just have Kelsey and Rice really as, as receivers. And I think running the ball, running the ball has been able to take a lot of pressure off of that, that offense. And it's been, it's been very beneficial for them. So I, I think, I, um, you know, as someone who kind of was advocating for them to do that, I was kind of happy to see them do that. But I mean, now I'm, now I really don't care. Now it's, you know. I now you're hoping to get away from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. And then Mahomes, you know, he did you know, two, 241 yards, one touchdown, no picks, pretty regular stat line. He did that. He was 30 of 39, which is like 70, I'm guessing like 77-ish percent, maybe something around there, which is, you know, very, very, very efficient in the past game. But other than that, a pretty regular stat line. But, you know, if you watch the game, you see he made every single play that he needed to pretty much. And, and when he needed um, when he needed a big play, he he pretty much converted almost every single time. And, you know, that connection with him and Kelsey is just there's something else. They're, they're, um, <clears throat> they're like Brady and Gronk. Basically, yeah. tough connections. So. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think they have more touchdowns in the postseason than Brady and Gronk. So, yeah, then, then Brady and Gronk might beat them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, also, also, uh, congrats to Travis Kelsey because he passed uh, a very, very huge accomplishment for him. He passed Jerry Rice in receptions in the postseason. That's, I mean, that in itself is a yeah. very good accomplishment, right? That yeah, Rashid, yeah. I mean, sorry, uh, Jerry Rice is considered like. Maybe one of the best uh, receivers in in the game of football, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I, just... I, know. I know that, hurts. That one definitely hurts. Oh shit! <laughs> anyway, you're trying to uh... hold it in too. <laughs> I was trying. No way! Oh my god! Anyway, um. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens, I mean, they, you know, I like the, I, I thought it was kind of, I thought it was kind of cool to see from them at the beginning of the game, the um the little scuffle between Tucker and Mahomes just showed, I, I know, I already know you, I already know you like that, see see what type mm -hmm. of time Mahomes and, and Kelsey were on, they were not, yeah. they were not yeah. playing around, it didn't matter if it was a wide receiver or a kicker, they were, they were, they were not playing around. I really like that. I really like that. But for both uh, Travis Kelsey, because he knew this was going to be a big game, right? And he yeah. knew that the Ravens wanted to be a very physical team. And he came out, right? He was he was the guy that was trying to bully some of those linebackers. Like, he was he was in there, uh, Roll Colin Smith, Patrick Queens' face, like, almost every single play. Trying to show, like, yeah, he's he's built for this, right? He has two rings. He has, a, he has them for a reason. Yeah. And, um... I just think for the Ravens, they couldn't, they, they couldn't, for some reason, they got away from the run. I mean, yes, they were behind for, for pretty much the entirety of the game, but I mean, 10 points is a touchdown and a field goal. If being down 10 points takes you out of running the ball completely, I think it's, 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 or it shouldn't, at least I will say, it shouldn't take you out of 
your regular offense if you're down by just 10 points. You should still be able to, you know, run the ball consistently, especially if you are a running team. I can Mm -hmm. see it if you are not a running team, but you are a running team and you're down 10 points. I don't want to throw, because this is something that they have thrown on the Niners for a while, so I don't want to throw this on another team, but I really don't know if that is a team that can come from behind. And part of the reason why I say this with the Ravens is because at least right now they don't have the weapons for that, in my opinion. They don't have the receivers. The reason why I believe that the Niners could was because they have a lot of a lot of great options in the passing game. C-Mac, Debo, IU, Kittle, Jennings. On the Ravens, I mean, they had Andrews, who's coming off of being hurt for a while. They have Zay Flowers. Odell was kind of a non-factor for the most part in these mm-hmm. playoffs. And, you know, likely has been a good player. But that is nothing compared to what the Niners had. And um, the main point is not to compare the two, but the main point is just to show that this is why I believe that this team is actually less equipped to come from behind. And so I feel like they <clears throat> um, I feel like they just needed to stick to the run and they just got way away from it and it played probably right into the Chiefs right into the Chiefs game plan and and yeah, I think the offensive coordinator kind of kind of sold them with that. Any more you, you want to say about this one? I mean, we, we, we both did pick the Chiefs. And, yeah, we both um, picked the Chiefs. Yeah. I mean, we just, I mean, it wasn't just more, more so like that. Uh, for me, just, oh, they had Mahomes. It was like, I, I just generally think that this Chiefs team um, has been, like the past two games, I think, not, not including that Ravens game, they had already been playing good. And if anything, this is probably even more of a confidence boost for, for the Chiefs team going into, like, the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think um, I think they're, they're, they've been playing really well in the playoffs, which is honestly just I, I don't think I don't think something like this has ever been done, probably, where a team has been as inconsistent as them in the regular season, where they had literally just lost in, a, in, in terrible fashion to the Las Vegas Raiders mm-hmm. about a month or two ago. They were three and three heading into the playoffs. And now they look like this. I don't, it's just, it's honestly remarkable to see the team do it. Like, this doesn't happen. It, you don't, you don't just all of a sudden turn on a switch. That's like a fairy tale. That's like a, that's like a fan narrative. The fact that this is actually happening in front of our eyes is kind of just like, I mean, I don't know who exactly to attribute it to. I don't know if it's Reed. I don't know if it's Mahomes. I don't know if it's a combination of them. I don't know. I don't know if they just can't take the regular season seriously. I, I honestly have no idea how this is happening, to be honest. It's honestly pretty crazy to me. Yeah. But, um, okay, let's get into the nine, Lions versus Lions at the 49ers. So, yeah, this one, the Niners came back and, and ended up winning. Um, final score, 34-31, right? Yeah. Um, and they were down They were down 24-17 or 20. 24-7. Yeah, 24-7 at the half. Um, but, yeah, what did you think? What did you think? Uh, I, I, first of all, I'll say very, very surprised by them just coming back down 17 and a half against a team that looked like they they just couldn't even stop at some point in the first half, right? Being able to put 24 points in a half of football, right, is, it's, it's, it's a very good achievement, right? Yeah. But, 
Not not as big of a team as putting up twenty seven points in half though. Which are we talking? What game are we talking I about? Just, I was just I was like because the Niners scored twenty seven in the second half. Oh yeah, yeah. So coming out, being able to put up twenty seven is even more impressive as yeah. a Niners. It's, it's crazy. I'm saying this. I'm all I'm saying. Uh, but yeah, I mean this is this is huge because people always test like can can Shanahan come from when he's behind, right? Yeah. Last two weeks, can he can he can he come from when he's behind when he's down, right? Going to the fourth quarter, going to the second half, but he's he's done it two weeks in a row, right? Like, what 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 more can you say against uh this team, right? They they've been in the war. They probably played some of the worst football they can, and then they've still been able to come back and uh win out these games, right? Um, but okay, so what I want to what I would have to say is um obviously again um. Not not as good of a game from Purdy as the Niners would expect, right? He had that one pick. Um, I forgot who it went to, but he had a drop pick that got into came into Ayuk. Okay, oh, no, yeah. no, no, I think it was Rodriguez. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And then he had that one drop pick where Ayuk was able to catch yeah. it, and then I mean that that was that was a huge huge break for them. Christian McCaffrey, man, I. I'm gonna keep saying it over and over again because he's like that one guy for them. Ever since he's been traded to them, that just every single game comes up huge for them, right? And um, again, this week, he I think he had the two touchdowns that helped them come back into the game. If I'm not mistaken. Um, I think he had the. Uh, I think he had the very first one. Uh-huh. And, then he, and then he had another one. I think he had the one to tie it up to then. Yeah. Um. But for me, this the question that comes up for the Niners is their defense. Like, what's what's going on with that defense? Do you, do you want to get into that right now? Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, I mean, I'll start by saying that it was. I didn't expect the game to go this way. I kind of. I would. I was. I'm not. I wasn't too surprised to see it. The, the the Lions run the ball the way they did. It was probably a little bit more than I thought they were going to be able to. But given the fact that the Niners had not been the best running, run defending team, and the Lions probably have the best, you know, one two punch at running back. I I I thought this was in the range of outcomes, so it wasn't too surprising that this happened. But I just figured that they would be able to. They would they would account for this. They would plan for it, and it seemed like they did. They literally did not account for it at all. I mean, if you were getting constantly gashed in the run game everywhere to the outside, you know, up the gut, like I would I would imagine that they would you know put someone else in the box or do a better job setting the edge, do a better job, you know, defending the run to the edge. So so it just felt like they had the absolute wrong game plan when it came to stopping the run in the in the first half and it took them all the way until halftime to to adjust to that and I, I'm, I'm curious to know why that exactly happened so I kind of want to look more into that but <clears throat> I, I mean I also add on to that I mean they were also weren't able to stop uh, Amon Ra St. Brown I feel like he had a, a pretty good game right I know maybe slot wise you guys might not be able to match up with that I, I forget who's you guys slot guy um, but him and I think Laporta had a decent game. I, I he wasn't he wasn't that huge. Just James Winston, uh, J- Jameson Williams had 
like that 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 first uh that first play that one that he scored for a touchdown I was like it just looked like terrible def- a Niners defense right like there was a couple of missed tackles in there just like I I, I don't know if like anybody if they didn't expect him to have like that type of speed or just yeah I mean it was a good 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 play call by the by the Lions um but yeah, I mean, I just think it was it was definitely like a bad job tackling um, by the Niners. Um, <clears throat> with Amon Ra, I mean, he's you know he's a great player, right? He, oh, yeah. you know, like, they have a great they have a great offensive coordinator. They're going to find a way to get him to get him open. I don't think he particularly did did a whole lot in this game. I think he ended with um, he ended up with seven seven for eighty seven. I feel, um, I feel like I think that's pretty big, especially considering some of those were like third down conversions that he was able to yeah. extend drives in. Yeah, there was definitely that one where that third and eighteen, I believe, mm-hmm. where he um, he got the first down and ran. I think he ran for it past Fred. Um, it was just a couple of times they did a bad job on him, but I think a couple of those catches also probably were in on that last drive, which was kind of just more of like prevent defense for the Niners. I forget exactly if they were or not, but but I don't. I mean, me watching the game, I didn't feel like he had he he took over the game by any means at all. I felt like he just you know no, had no, a pretty I, pretty good game yeah, along no, with Laporta. They both just had yeah. a pretty good game. Yeah, I mean, if for them the the run was really it was really working for them. Like exactly, some yeah. of, some of them they're getting like ten yards right, and uh, I mean even I was I was kind of surprised on I don't know if you remember that one fourth and two where they uh, threw it to number eight. And the rate didn't yeah. catch it. Yeah. yeah. Also surprised that I mean, not to say that they, their passing game wasn't doing as well, but just like I was so surprised that they didn't try to run it I right know. there. Yeah, especially considering that they were at that part of the field due to like two like major runs or a couple major runs from um their their running backs. Was that yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah I think I think in the second half they, they the Niners kind of cracked the code a little bit more in in being able to stop the run. A little bit more consistently and so you know i think that's kind of where everything everything clicked defensively because um you know people want to talk about game manager and, and whatnot i mean i i mean i think the real game manager was on the other other side of this football game jared goff is a, is a very good player but i don't he's not exactly I, any any play that involved doing anything outside of the offensive scheme and I, I I don't I don't want to I don't know if I necessarily want to say that too because I don't want to I don't want to be the one to label him or I don't want to I don't want to be I don't want to talk about someone and put them in a box that they're not necessarily in so maybe he's not but but I will say any anytime he had to take matters into his own hands it didn't work out whether it was that 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 throw to Reynolds that you know, was kind of a drop, but, but, but it was also, he got pressured and the throw was kind of off of his body. So, you know, if you want to be, if you want to be the great player, the great quarterback on your team, hit him, hit him in the chest. I mean, you easily could have hit him in the chest, but you know, there was some pressure. He got moved and Jared Goff does what Jared Goff does when there's pressure and he made a little bit of an inaccurate throw. I mean, Um, worse than that, I think, yeah. I, another play that was like when he was on the run and he had Amon Ra for that one fourth down where he just like kind of threw it like nowhere. Yeah, it was like out. way off. 
It was yeah, that's that's like the one that was like, wow, Jerry Goff. That's the one. You, that's the one you have to connect on fourth, fourth, fourth yeah. down, especially with your guy like right there. Yeah, they're, they're probably not used to doing that because they just mm-hmm. don't do it often, probably. So like, yeah, I mean, but if 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 you want to win, if you want to win these games, right. right, you have to you have to be right. able to do stuff like that. Right. My my point was more like, you know, he's not used to doing it because he's never really done it, and so mm-hmm. you know, there's no way you're gonna just start doing it in these big games. Yeah. Um. So like, it might be something that he's want to practice more, but he's just probably he's just not been good at it. Um. And so, I think. I think I think Goff had a pretty solid game. I mean, there was that one that went through Jamison Williams' hands in the end zone. There was the other drop by Reynolds. So he he did make he did have a solid game. He made throws when he needed to, a lot of the times. Um, but you know, on the other on the other side of the ball, Purdy. I mean, he he just did what you know. He didn't he didn't have the best game. I think his first half is kind of being blown out of proportion a little bit in terms of how bad it was. I mean. He had that one pick, but um, he still made throws when he needed to in in certain spots. He, what what was the score at the end of the half? It was twenty twenty four to seven. Twenty four to seven. No, no, no. I don't think that. I don't think so. Let me see because they scored a field goal on the first drive. No, he missed. Oh wow! Yeah, he missed it. Damn. Yeah, that, that's that's what I was gonna say. That I feel like. Niners definitely need to pick up, uh, do something about their kicking game. I know, I know this is not much you can do about your kick or missing, uh, a kick, but I feel like that could be something that's like putting these Niners behind yeah. in the first half. Cause he missed, yeah. he missed, he missed the field goal in the last two games and you guys have just been playing from behind. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it would, be, it would just be so tragic if your field goal kicker lost, lost your game. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, Brock Purdy, he he had. What did you think about that? What do you think about that play to Jennings? That uh, third down. It was third down, right? Third you're down. Gonna to, you're, gonna, you're gonna have to remind me of the play. He running. So he was running to his. I think it was third and short. He was running to his left. Turn turn around and threw across the field. Jennings made the one handed oh. catch. Oh oh yeah, I remember that play. That that, yeah. that was a really good, that was a really nice catch by Jennings. Yeah. Uh, well. I mean, what I'll say again, I probably said this a lot. Uh, quarterback one on one, do not do that. But if it if it if it works, you're 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 happy it worked. But if it doesn't work, you're that, that that's a play that usually ends up in a pick. Um, like some part of me wants to say, oh, Purdy's done it like a couple of times this year. But like Purdy's also thrown picks a couple of times this year too, right? Yeah. So I mean, I don't yeah. know. It's like it, it it worked in the favor of the Niners, and well, you said it was a third down too, so yeah. so that so that's huge. But I mean, I, yeah. I, I like I'm pretty sure Shanahan would also probably tell him, <laughs> "Don't do that." Yeah, that one is a little bit interesting to me. I don't, I don't dislike it. I think as much as a lot of other people have disliked it. I mean, obviously people like the outcome, but with that one, I mean, I don't like the. I kind of personally don't like the the whole, and I know everyone and a lot of smart people say it, don't throw across the field. Um, I don't necessarily like it because, I mean, what if you have a guy wide open in the middle of the field and you have to throw across the field for that? So well, should you not throw it to him? Right? So so I personally... You'd be surprised by 
how because uh, if you think a guy is wide open, you're going because you're throwing across the field, right? So that ball has to travel a lot further than you think it has to. So some of these guys in the NFL with that quick recovery speed are just like you, you think that guy is wide open by the time, but by, by the time it reaches that guy, a safety or a corner is probably already back up there with them. Yeah, but I mean, aren't you? Aren't you like you know aware enough to know that there's like that there might be a guy in the area, and then if there is a guy in the area, then yeah, let me let me not throw it. But if there is a guy and you know you can, like you know your arm, right? You know how how fast you can get a ball there, and you can see and you can see where the defenders are. If so, if you know you can get the ball there, I mean, what's what's there to loop? Like, why would you not throw it? Yeah, I f- I feel like you you would have to see a couple of plays where like it doesn't go. In, I wouldn't say in Purdy's favor, but just like in the quarterback's favor, throwing across the body. Yeah, no. I, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of them, though. I agree, I get what you're saying. Like it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be further because you have to throw the width of the field. But I'm just saying, let's just like just be smart as a quarterback and only throw it when you know you can get it there, right? And and um. But also at the same. I could yeah. I could also say that like a lot of these interceptions, you felt like you could have gone the ball there, but you didn't, right? Like you're trying yeah, to fit I, in the tight window. Oh, you thought you thought you could have fit in the tight window, but you weren't able to. Yeah, that's true. So I think you just need to have a you just need to have a, a conservative gauge on on whether you should throw that ball there. And I, and what I liked about this one was that he threw the ball he threw the ball high. He threw the ball high to his six foot four receiver. To where I mean Jennings had to have his to- arm all the way stretched out and jump in the air, and he caught it with one hand. I like that he that he threw the ball in such a way where, you know, it still is you know definitely dangerous because um, there was a defender close by, but he threw he threw the ball in a in a, in, a, in a looping manner where, I mean, the defender had no no shot of of even touching the ball. And he basically put it in a spot where only only his guy can get it, to the point where he literally had to make an acrobatic circus catch to catch the ball. So I like the fact that watching it back, I like the fact that it was, you know, I, I don't want to say I'm not going to say it's safe because it it, it just kind of still it looks a little bit muddy, but it was probably as safe as it could possibly be when you're doing that. And uh, and on third down, you know, big. Big, uh, big moment of the game. Um, you're down by a lot of points. You need to, you need to sustain your drive. I, I don't hate it. I honestly, I like it. I, I mean, you're gonna have to take chances. You can't win. You can't win games and win the Super Bowl playing completely conservative. You're gonna have to make special plays. I mean, people, people still talk about you know that Edelman catch, the helmet catch, or whatever, and or um, and so you know that. It's it's not something that I, I was that I thought was as like, you know, maybe it was a little bit lucky that he came down with it, but it wasn't, you know, something that I thought was like really like bad on him very much so at all. Um and so yeah, the everyone everyone definitely has seen the, the, the three runs and 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 you know, those are definitely some of the some of the big plays of the game, but there was definitely a handful of other plays, the one where the two ones to use check where he he directed or he hit use check in the middle of the field when um when the play broke down and then the one where he he almost got sacked got out of it and his use check with the toe tap in the on the sideline 
Um, that one was really nice. Yeah. Full, full and, to, and and to get out of the to get out of that sack, I mean, he was, you know, he had a guy with the with the clean hit on him and and evade the sack. And that's, you know, that's not the first time he's done stuff like that. He's done that many many times, which is kind of like, it's kind of like what I saw from um, what I saw from Mahomes, um, where, you know, at some point you just you watch the guy and you say he keeps doing it over and over and over again like i don't know how he's doing it but like i'd watch Mahomes in the beginning i would say this is just not sustainable but at some point he just kept doing it and doing it and doing it to where it's like it just is and so i'm starting to watch purdy and and, and think that like you know these running plays these plays where he can avoid a free runner um coming at him I just think he's going to be able to keep keep on doing it, and I think that this is really who he is as a quarterback. And I think that mobility that he has in the pocket and and scrambling. I mean, I think he. I I just think he's I think he's a very very good player. I think no, he's probably, I mean, probably probably a little better than Mahomes right now, but uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't know we were capping right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I still like to go back to those uh, two scrambles that he had. I mean, mm-hmm. both of them, I think, ended up being first downs, which are, yeah. I think, my you probably won't agree because I know, I know earlier you were saying you, you've seen him make plays like that. But, I mean, on this stage, being able to make those two plays to extend drives and um, just, I mean, just, like, really – like he even understood that like this is this is the time for me to run right here right like it wasn't like oh like a forced run like uh nothing's open right he he didn't try forcing anything downfield no nothing he's like okay i'm gonna gonna get the safe yards get the first down for my team uh maintain possession of the ball right that's why i think i still feel like those those two scrambles by him were like probably like the biggest plays of the the game for the niners yeah and it's definitely something to be said about you know he didn't he didn't do it all in the first half and and of the biggest stage with elimination, you know, you're staring down elimination. He was able to, he was able to go back to it. And I think a lot of that probably comes from, you know, a lot of this, it's interesting. A lot of this, we get, this is a separate topic, but I think the fact that he played at such a bad school kind of was a gift and a curse where it was a curse that it made him the last pick of the draft, but he was able to have all these skills of, you know, trying to carry his team every single week, week in and week out. And so he has these skills and the fact that he's able to harness it and, you know, be smart on top of, on top of these skills has been, has been really huge. And yeah, I'm just happy, honestly, of this guy. I was just looking at it yesterday and I was like, I was like, we, we, we had Jimmy Garoppolo and drafted Trey Lance. Like I, I did not see any of this coming. Like the, the, the fact that Brock Purdy is the quarterback and this is what he's doing is just absolutely like out of a movie. Like you don't, like miss like Mr. Irrelevant doing this is just I mean this is honestly like it's just crazy. I'm I'm honestly just happy that I'm happy that that guy is my team's quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no no that's huge. Like being a, a the last pick in the draft, being able to play this well on um a team that was just for years just kind of missing good quarterback play, really. Really, yeah. I mean, like they they've had that solid defense, right? Maybe not as good this year, um, and just I mean, they have, they have some really good offensive weapons around around Purdy, and mm-hmm. he's he's able to. I mean, now if he's able to either use his own legs, be able to pass to one of these guys, right? Hand it off to Christian McCaffrey. So just 
I'm pretty sure Kyle is definitely, definitely very, very happy. I mean, yeah, uh, uh, why, why he's starting quarterback this year over, you over the yeah. You saw that you saw that hug at the end of the game where uh Kyle and Brock right after they won. Mm-hmm. So right when right when time expired, Kyle's walking to the field and he they him and Brock have this like like very like um like aggressive, like physical, like super just excited hug. And I, I just I remember watching that and I was like Kyle and Jimmy would have like could never like that would never happen between Kyle and Jimmy. Kyle never Kyle never loved Jimmy like that. And just to see Kyle, you know, um, feel that way about his quarterback, is it, it's a huge thing to see. I mean, I'm just happy that every time, you know, you can, and you can tell in the way he calls plays, you know, Kyle, Brock could throw two picks and, and Kyle won't just, like, you know, shut him down. He'll, he'll, keep, he'll keep throwing to Brock, and it's just great to see them. He trusts his mm-hmm. quarterback. And I think, I think it was good. Like, I think the Ravens game was good. He, he was able to feel what it felt like to be down a ton of points and, and to have thrown a pick early in the game and and what it feels like not to not to crumble in that game. And he said himself, I kinda got rattled in that game and I got out of what I should have been doing instead of I was I was looking for bigger plays to get back. And I and I'm, I think that was huge. I remember listening to him saying that and I was like, This is good. Like it's huge that he's you know, it's it's a good learning experience and, and that's what happened in this game where he had thrown a pick early, they were down seventeen and and he knew that he did not have to do anything crazy just to keep chipping away at the points and 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 it ended up happening. So <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, great. Probably the most most impressive most impressive win probably I've seen this team have under under Coach Shanahan. And um, one more to go. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Any any more on on these games for you? Mm, no, I I feel like as far as for the championship game, that's that's all I had. And uh, I I know we want to save the Super Bowl. I'm at you for next week. Yeah, we'll we'll tell you about how the Niners are gonna are gonna beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl next week. Yeah, uh, <clears> I don't know. In what, I don't know in what world, but we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll break it down next week. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast, uh, in which we talked about uh the, the championship games and uh like we said, we'll save the Super Bowl matchup for next week, and um thank thank you so much for tuning in and. Um, Please hit that like button for us. It would mean a lot. Thank you. Peace.